Is this art good? Welcome to Is This Art Good? Welcome to Is This Art Good? It's a week before the spectacular, which (laughs) means today is Halloween. Yes, today is Halloween, and we are watching Halloween. Step into our antechamber, also known as the living room or dying room. Roll down your car window and let a serial killer enter it. Yeah, let me sit in the back and then like 10 minutes from now I'll do a murder on you. (laughs) Yeah, but I was referring to the part at the beginning when they crawl on top of the car and the person opens the window for some reason. I think the window was open. When they're at the insane asylum. Or I mean, I think the window was open already. (laughs) (laughs) I think the window was o- I mean I think the window was open already. I think the window was open already. I already thought the window had been opened ahead of time. <laughs> he just reached his arm down there and grabbed her. <laughs> so we are reviewing Us and our Halloween. crowd of fifty different people, apparently. <laughs> Every single person I know has been invited to the Is This Art Good studio for a non-spectacular Halloween event, the likes of which have never been seen. Just because a- you are only listening to us, welcome to the podcast where we determine which art is Halloween. Yes, the podcast, <laughs> and you can't see us both. Because it is a podcast, and because we are ghosts. And we are a ghost. Oh, yeah, specters from a bygone era. We are the ghost of Podmas Past. Podmas Cast. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Yeah, Madame Podmas Cast. (laughs) That sounds like a real British person. Sure, sure it does. Podmas? Absolutely a British name. In in 2022. I am Madame Podmas Cast. (laughs) It's <laughs> real piece of work Yeah, yeah uh, Anyway, it would be lady, not madam Sure M- so, Mademoiselle, she's from France, but she lives in England Mademoiselle <laughs> Yeah Coming out of my shell <laughs> Oh yeah, Devin's been the ghost of a of a weird crab monster this whole time that's why I have a shirt that has crabs on it. You do? Yeah. That's, I can't see it. So, like, that's why I didn't reference it, because I can't see it, because you're a ghost. Still a ghost. Yeah, still ghosts. Just checking in. Ghost check. Still ghost. This sounds like material that belongs on the spectacular, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. I don't we're, think so. I don't think so. <laughs> we're wearing out all of our ghostly energies and expending our <laughs> ectoplasm. I do like to plasm extra. <laughs> Ectorically? Extra. Extra. Extra, plasm. extra. Read all about the ghost news. This is 
a, a solid start, I think, Alphonse. Yeah. Uh, a, so good, look, a good happy, four minutes of bullshit. <laughs> happy Halloween review. Happy Halloween review. So, Today is Halloween. I will just... Uh, Let's start things off by giving a little bit of a background like we usually do. Uh, I've seen this movie a few times. This is like my third or fourth time seeing it. Yep. You'd never seen this before. Never. And uh, is that why you picked it? I mean, we sort of agreed on it together, but. Yeah, we agreed on this together because we had a week where we couldn't do like two in a row. Um, And how appropriate for October to fucking do Halloween, right? Halloween. This has also been on my like to watch list just personally, not not to give to Devin list, but also that um, for years and years, like been meaning to get around to it. Just never have (laughs) strange that you have. Have you seen other like classic horror? Like have you seen like Nightmare on Elm Street? So that's the 13th. This is the thing. I, I really haven't seen that many slashers. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I've seen plenty of like ghost and zombie kind of movies, but I've right. I can't think of like a slasher that I've seen um, other than like us would would fall into the slasher slash yeah, like home sort of invasion vibe. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I made a point to watch just you know the the big ones in the last few years. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, that's a gap in my knowledge. And Anna's um, a big horror movie fan, right? She is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, she digs a horror. And she digs, I I don't know if she likes slashers so much, but she likes horror that feels like it's possible. Right, right. And yeah. I sort of am in the same boat. Yeah. Um. You know, I the paranormal stuff is like whatever, like any sort of possession thing. Not, it's not really my vibe. I want something that feels like it's it's people that are the horrific thing. But at the same time, slasher films for me feel like such a an overdone mechanic. Like I feel like you can only do man or person chases person around a while and kills them so yeah. many times. You know what I mean? Like it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it is such a strict formula that like it's hard to come up with something interesting around it. Um, yeah. And and that's the, the problem I have a lot of the time with watching some of these older films, especially horror, is if you see something that's like, you know, a lot of the time in, in like older horror films, you'll be like, it set the precedent for dozens of films that copied it afterwards. And then it was like, well, that's then it's like, I probably won't enjoy that then because I will have known that trope to be beaten to death. Yeah. And it's like, that's, I think about you when I think about that, because you, you have the line of, you know, I don't have a time machine. I can't go back and see this film as astonishing as it was when it was released. Yeah. Because everything has done that, you know, that dead horse, they're still beating that dead horse. Yeah. And it's like, I can appreciate the fact that something did invent tropes like yeah and of and you know i think there is there's always like some value to subtleties when subtleties are paid attention to right and those yep. can like really elevate something that you know is like a played out story structure but because it has like a lot of uh like attention and like love put into it it's still good like you can still appreciate it sure nowadays and that's that's kind of how i feel about this it's not there's a lot about it that has has aged by virtue of it 
influencing so much um like you mentioned yeah yeah it really does feel like there's a lot of attention put into like small things in this film i agree it's also like there's an interesting thing in film when they are painting a normal picture of life in the era that the film is being made yeah like for example this takes place in 1978 and was released in 1978 interestingly it's actually set in the future from when the film was released because it was released on october 25th right it takes place on the 30th so it was set (laughs) five days in the future wow right some some real Um, sherlock holmes in the 22nd century level time skips here but the thing is you're painting an accurate picture a real life picture of what things were like at the time which necessarily dates it yeah you know it it kind of it's a time capsule when you compare it to something like um stranger things which is like set in the 80s but it's people now yeah you know like look looking back at the 80s yeah it's it's like an homage to the 80s yeah yeah a period piece of the 80s or like you know even like a western film is a period piece yeah it's not of that time right so yeah it's a funny thing where like period piece has come to mean like oh mr darlington like type of like stuffy bullshit but like it really just means this takes place at a certain time period jet like that already happened that is like a real thing and that that period matters yeah story yeah yeah like and that is that is really the case with stranger things because there's so much 80s pop culture in there yeah this isn't like that because this was like this is would be if they made a a horror film now yeah and we're like october 30th 2022 the day all your nightmares come real (laughs) they come for real yeah, I didn't want to say come true because that would have rhymed with 2022. Right, right. And you hate rhyming. As a musician, you hate rhyming. The last thing I want to do with my life is rhyme. I'd rather do it none of the instances. <laughs> nice. Very good. <laughs> if ever there was a time when I could make two words that sound similar together in a sentence, I would attempt not to do that. here let me introduce myself (laughs) (laughs) my name is what there's there's like the rap that's like like hey or wait there's two versions there's like one that's like i'll i'll buy up all the things that you got on your shelf so here let me introduce myself and it's like a lead-in for like a very white rhyme yeah like white rap um yep and there's the other one that's like my name is my name is alphonse and i'm here to say i oh, yeah. love to ra- rap rhymes in a major way yep classic yep, yep. see i love to rap and rhyme i'm just I'm, i know i'm you. rapping and rhyming i know you love to rhyme you yep. were brought up on that yeah that you grind yeah <laughs> that rapping and rhyming grind <laughs> so anyway um shout out to my boy did, hannah I, barbara 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 hannah barbara so hannah i did barbara. have a something i was trying to say about the period piece thing but before i derailed it what i will say instead is just what did you think about 
the uh, the opening sequence, the opening like two scenes. Uh, so referring to the scene of like Michael as a kid uh, around the house. Yeah, there's and like then, the 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 scene where Michael kills his sister. Yeah, and the scene w- at the asylum. Yeah, yeah. Um, the scene where Michael kills his sister is like really goofy. Like, just the I I do like the first person like perspective that they use. I yeah. think that's really cool. But there's um there's a specific movement that the arm does. It's it's like the second time that you see his arm in frame and like yeah. you can kind of tell that it's like someone next to the camera leaning over to grab a thing because you can see a bit of their shoulder and it like right it right. feels kind of wrong. Um, but no, maybe I he just got weird limbs. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he's just got fucked up long ass limbs. Um, maybe you can pop his fucking shoulder out like me. Uh, maybe. Yeah. So. I don't know. I thought it I thought it was like a fine opening kind of thing. It's like the classic trope of like, oh no, those teenagers are trying to fuck. Time time for them to get murdered. I mean, that's kind of the whole film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, that's that's like if you attempt to have sex, you die. Yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> which is why none of the parents get killed. Yeah, of course. Cuz parents only have sex for procreation. Yeah, like good Christians. That's right yeah (laughs) um yeah and then like the the actual stabbing like feels very like goofy and weird yeah Um, it does like you you can really tell that like the kid is just kind of like raising the arm and lowering it and she's just like ah like it (laughs) yeah totally it's so clearly like not stabbing her um that it just it it feels very like odd, but I do like that. Like there doesn't seem to be like a real motive for it. He just kind of like does it and then like goes downstairs and is just like blankly standing there. And I like that his parents are just like, uh, okay, what the fuck do we do? And they're just kind of staring at him as it yeah. zooms out. They're clueless. Yeah. Not clueless. I guess ha- I don't know what the word is. Helpless. Shocked. Helpless. Sure. Shocked. Yeah. Um, see, I, I, uh, even though I had seen this before, I forgot this, that this scene happened. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was just like, Oh, it does contextualize it a little bit, but then a problem I have or had or have, I haven't decided whether I still have it or not. You can help me decide. Okay. Um, a problem I have with it is that it, it's like, okay, this, he, they say he's six, this six year old kid, yeah. Kills his sister, gets sent to an insane asylum and labeled irreparably evil. Yeah. For killing yeah. for killing one person. Now, they don't they don't label him that immediately, it would seem. No, that's right. Yeah. Because he like it is examined a little bit better later on when the doctor is like, he talks about how he observed Michael and he saw his eyes just like black as night or whatever. Like yeah, he yeah. saw the devil in his eyes, but it's like that that's only after he gets put in an insane asylum. 
Yeah. It's not like first he was taken to a child psychologist or sent to juvenile hall and then he murdered somebody else there and so he went to prison and then he started a riot and murdered everybody else with a broken bottle and then went to an insane asylum. Yeah, yeah. It's just like he killed his sister, he went to an insane asylum, he's evil, he's devil incarnate. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's a quick jump. I don't know that they specify that he was sent to the, like to the insane asylum like right off the bat no like, they don't you know there there could have been a whole like it, it's been years right it could have been a whole thing of like oh we got to take him to court and then they're do- doing all this and like just kind of <laughs> skipping ahead to because actually the psychologist said he's worked with him for like eight years right so yeah I think that's true that's true that would imply he came in like after the kid had grown up a bit um, yeah, so the math works out. So it happens in 63. The, mm-hmm. He kills his sister in 63, and he's six. And then it's 15 years later in 78. So that yeah. makes him 21 in the film, which means he started working with him when Michael was 13. Okay, yeah. So, even so that's like... That's like a little extra time for like Michael to be bounced around in a bunch of like institutions and shit or like you know, go through a bunch of legal shit, which could like potentially make him worse just out of like how oh, yeah. shitty they that could. situation all would be. That's true. That's very true. And you know what? And I'm sure that, you know, somebody is like, I know all the fucking Halloween lore. It's yeah. the fucking, there's a whole f- film In that H2O, wasn't made about they fucking do this. <laughs> There's a whole fucking film that wasn't made about Michael's court case and how the judge almost threw it out, but then there was a damning piece of evidence and there's a, Jack there's Nicholson a, walked in and said the truth, you can't handle the truth. There's a poster uh, in the uh, airlock in fucking Jason X that says yeah. that, that fucking, yeah. fucking Michael brings is Jason actually, X into the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> Michael is actually Freddy Krueger, but from an alternate timeline. See, like... And I mean, there's a whole other conversation to have about, you know, (laughs) horror film multiverses and shit. Yeah. But the fact that this, it doesn't do anything to explain that. It's just like die evil. So evil. So very, very evil. Six year old kid killed someone. See, what I do like about it is that like the, the doctor as like things continue seems like a reasonable person. And I feel like, the idea of a psychologist, especially in this era, is like, yep, they're a reasonable person who doesn't believe in superstition, especially as like a film trope. Right. So I right, like right. the idea that this guy like tried to work with Michael for years and years and then has just ended with being like, this is this thing is not a man. Like, I like I that do, scary. I do like that mythos. And he's it. I also like that he's like an intelligent member of like high society or like upper upper middle class at the least yeah who's like police please fucking listen to me it's not like some stupid kid yeah and that's yeah. always like it's like the adults ignore the the kid like you know what i mean yeah um it's and- like this is this is a psychologist who or psychiatrist who came here from the asylum to yeah. seek out what's her name's to Annie's dad, who is the sheriff, to be like, Sheriff, listen, there is a fucking deranged killer on the loose right now, and you need to do something about it. And sheriff's like, some kids broke into the store. Yeah. I'll be right back. I like And the guy's the like, I'll be here like, when you get back. 
I, I like that the sheriff is like begrudging about it, but does actually like try to help. Like, what does he do? He well, like he's just cooperating with him. Like he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll keep a lookout. Like I'll be driving around and keep an eye out for him. I'll check back on you when you get back. Or he, like at he the- does later. It does take some convincing, but but I mean, in like at first, there's there's a lot of resistance. Yeah, and it never seems like anybody takes this shit as seriously as they should. Yeah, yeah. Well, the sheriff I, is I like, it's- I should should I call the press? Should I like call TV? And the psychiatrist is like, no, 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 don't go that far because then people will be seeing him everywhere. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, I, I like that it's still like very plausible that, you know, even with the sheriff giving a shit, like there's probably like one other guy working that fucking night in the sheriff's office for this like town. Right. I mean, it's Halloween. You'd think they'd have a department. Yeah. Yeah. But like that, that's the thing, too, is like, I bet one of them is working at like some sort of fucking local event keeping an eye on like teenagers at a dance or some shit right like yeah you got to imagine... actually the dance was the next night oh right right i'm just <laughs> so... thinking like they're probably spread thin over the entire town because there are there's there is going to be kids doing pranks and shit too right yeah yeah totally yeah um yeah but yeah i really enjoy that element of like he's he's it's ambiguous as to how much Michael is like a person. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like how much of, how much of it is just pure, like pure id. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, it like, so, it allows, I, it's something I like in, um, in like a more realistic horror, like a, a horror that takes place in the real world. Like this does. Yes. Um, yeah. I like when like supernatural or like uh, kind of occult elements aren't outright stated to be like moving the plot, but are kind of like an implied force. Um, Well, I think he's using it as a euphemism, really. Like, I don't think this guy's out here being like, this man is possessed by a demon. Otherwise, he'd be like, go get a priest. Yeah. And then it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the same sort of film. But I mean, like, even just the phrasing it that way yeah, and the fact yeah, yeah. that like he survives several like seemingly fatal wounds and that's just true gets well that's his that. whole thing right yeah. that's like one of the one of the tropes with michael myers is like he i mean i guess it's with everybody yeah but i can't i kill can't kill michael malloy i would say it's it's especially like michael myers's thing like the sitting up bit is yeah, so yeah, iconic yeah. right um that's true so iconic that the undertaker fucking rips it off. Um, does he? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like a thing he does where he just like stands up or sit, sits up from like laying down in the exact same way. Um, that's great. Yeah. But, fucking uh, wrestling. Oh, I wanted to mention the, uh, the, the scene where they, where he escapes from the asylum. Uh, I just really, really love the shot where they, pull up and it's like this torrential downpour like it's fucking rainy as shit and there's just all of the psych ward patients like out in the field field. yeah and like you can't see their limbs or faces or anything all you can see is like the stark white behind like the shitty little field uh fence area and it's like like the the dashboard yeah it's very foreboding yeah yeah ominous yeah it feels very like 
like that is one of those shots that inspires like modern like analog horror type shit yeah 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 um it's a good shot for sure i was gonna mention that one as well there's something about like darkness in like a lot of old slasher films that is so well utilized like it it never feels like it's like oh i can't see anything because they've color graded this to make me not see anything it always feels like it's like oh this was shot at nighttime and of course i can't see anything because this looks like real darkness interesting yeah it's you think it's just well i mean it was shot at nighttime probably yeah yeah you know it's i don't know there's there's just something about it i think it might be the fact that they are they're actually shooting at night and like shooting it on film that is not then like graded differently or at least as far as I know, it's not like touched up coloring wise and like sh- right. contrast wise. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think that means that like while they're filming it, they have a much clearer idea of like what the audience will be able to see. Maybe. I mean, maybe it was at a time where like production technology was good enough that it was true to what you were seeing but not but but post production technology wasn't good enough that you could get that almost fake editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that I think right? that's like it. it's like yeah, it yeah. Fe- it feels like I'm actually inside of like someone in Tweed's fucking house when they're inside Yeah, and it's all shot houses. like that too. Like it all when when the camera's like walking through the house, there's a lot of that. Like yeah. a lot of the camera as a character yeah observing the house and observing the situation you know coming up the stairs yeah coming into a bedroom yeah yeah because that's that's like you think like i feel like when that's the case you're the design or the intent is you're scared because you feel like you're in the room and you feel like the guy's right behind the camera yeah yeah it's it's uh it's like the same as the shot from like jaws where it'll do like a first person shot from the shark like yeah 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 or like the the like camera on the with the water like halfway yeah up like the that shot. that thing like yeah yeah um similar similar vibe yeah it's it's really interesting to think of like character pov in this film because it's very much like it kind of splits between uh lori right lori yeah yeah uh, it splits between like Lori's perspective, uh, the psychologist's perspective and uh, Michael's perspective. And like Michael's is always shot in this more like shaky first person and kind of almost like the camera is a little too high up because he is so tall. Does it do some of that even later on when he's an adult like chasing after people yeah i guess it does with like the breathing right that's like a pretty common yeah and i don't i don't know if it's always like actually first person but it has the effect of like it's like right next to his shoulder or something yeah like sure not like through the mask like at the beginning that yeah yeah that would be too much i think but yeah 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 um do you i just wanted to get an answer quickly for to go back for a second do you think i should have a problem with that quick the thing that i described earlier the quick to label the six-year-old kid is like irreparably evil 
I think like based on the context. No, I feel I feel like it it there's enough of a time jump there and also like this sci- the the psychologist has like or psychiatrist has taken enough time like knowing him that I think that it's less of a like oh no be afraid of like crazy people uh and more just like this guy is an exception like no, no one right. else there is like clearly violent it's just him and he's fucked up like that seems to be the the implication almost the fact okay. that like he is so scared of him makes me and and this is just like the impression i get of the psychologist but like i get the idea that he is probably like a good psychiatrist to every other patient and then is like yep. this guy is fucked no, like, I totally get the impression that he's he's not like the uh, warden or like the owner of the asylum in Sil- Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, Hannibal Lecter's in here as like a it's like a, a badge of honor that we have him in here. He's like he's yeah. on display, you know, like Chilton. That's his name. Dr. Chilton. Yeah. Um, It's not that sort of thing. Yeah. There's none of that like pride of having a fucked up patient and there's none yeah. of that like like medical system abuse of a patient either it yeah, just feels right. like this is a guy and he is terrified of michael getting out there and i i appreciate as well like and i think it tips towards him being a good person that he is so he feels so responsible like he needs to go after him instead of just being like yeah well fuck that i'm not gonna be anywhere near where he is which is also kind of fucked because it feels like that first scene at the asylum is supposed to be a transfer yeah yeah like i don't i didn't really get that maybe we can get i wanted to i didn't want that to be a big part i wanted to just interject Mm -hmm. but we were talking about the the character's perspective uh i wanted to go back to that so, yeah, I uh, it's interesting because it, it is shot from multiple characters' perspectives, and the story also is told from multiple characters' perspectives. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got Laurie, who's just like a regular, average girl, just trying to do well in school. She is. She is a bit sassy, though. Like, I like, I really found myself liking her and, like, rooting for her. Like I agree, and she's but, just, but, she's really nice with the kids, and that just like, you know, you could see that as like typical normal girl, but I think that there's like a real like chemistry and like friendship almost with with the kids she babysits that like makes her feel like a real babysitter. Like a, re- I agree, the kids like her, they listen to her. A like, real babysitter. When you think back on the babysitter, who you're like, oh, that was a cool fucking babysitter. Right, right. Yeah. It'd be like, oh yeah, Lori let me watch scary movies and eat popcorn. Like yeah, Lori was yeah. cool. It's yeah. great. Whereas Annie, Annie sucks. Yeah. She just moans, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay. Lindsay. Annie's the uh the brown haired one, right? Brown yeah. curly hair. The one who just wants to fuck all the time. She <laughs> she's so horny the whole fucking time. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> And I mean, like, I would label the other girl the same because, you know, she fucks a lot in the movie, but like she's barely in the movie <laughs> other than fucking like. That's true. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. that's totally true. Um, But for Lori, like she she 
like it makes her priorities very clear and it's not like she's not shown to be like a prude really Mm -hmm. you know she's just that's that's what i mean by normal she doesn't fall into like one of the one of like the stereotypes she's not like horny cheerleader girl and she's not like bookish shy girl she's like a well-rounded human being like i i feel like she she is maybe like a bit more towards the bookish shy girl end of the spectrum but she's not like she's not like a velma dinkley like nerd no not like socially inept yeah yeah. shy Yeah, yeah 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 like you know just like uh and she's and she's also street smart. Like she knows what she's fucking doing when it comes to getting away from Michael. Although I do have some concerns about that. Yeah. There <laughs> the there there's some it's the real classic like slasher slash horror movie problem of like no, just fucking throw like use the chair to break through the glass of the patio door like fucking yeah, don't unlock hit, the don't door hit the cla- the fucking door with your hand hit yeah. the glass door with your bare hands yeah like and it, it's like one of those things where like i feel like with an older film an older horror movie like this i just kind of expect that and i yeah. do consider it like a flaw but at the same time it's like it's almost like because of how early this was in the genre that like people maybe not, didn't not realize how fucking annoying it is to see a character just like scramble at a lock for like a good 10 seconds without being able to just sh- and unlock it yeah i mean i wasn't i wasn't referring to that so much as it was like michael literally stabs a man with so much force that the man's entire body is suspended on the knife that is stuck in the door. Yeah. But like he just consistently misses Lori and like stabs the couch at one point. And it's like, huh? Like she doesn't have, she's like a, she's like slippery. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Cause it's not like she is particularly fast or like she hasn't done anything to obviously outsmart him in any way. She doesn't even successfully defend herself really. Yeah. I think when she's at the couch, it's more that she like kind of knows it's coming cuz she's grabbed the thing but is also like continuing to kind of like make sounds as if she is like still like very freaked out. Um yeah. And then, like, the moment that he comes up to stab her, she does move and, like, stab him in the neck, right? That's true. Well, that's that's the second instance, though. Yeah. The first instance the first is when he's... The first the arm. The arm, which is, like, he just misses, I guess. It's, like, I, I can forgive one miss, though. Like, that's that's fine, because that's, that's yeah, the reason why she is able to, like, con- have a conflict with him as opposed to just one of them getting killed outright. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and But I would have liked to see maybe more if I could write Halloween. Yeah, you probably <laughs> uh, could. There's li- so fucking many of them. Just ask like some guy on the streets for rights to a Halloween movie. And he'd be like, I'll call oh, up- yeah, I got this uh, copyright right here. Here you go. <laughs> I call <laughs> up my buddy Zob Rombie. Yeah, Zob Rombie. Zob. <laughs> Zob. Kingdom, Kingdom of Zob. <laughs> um what no like i would have liked to see more of her 
having time to plan something. Yeah, yeah. I want a booby trap. Yeah. You know, I want something. I want more uh, horrific home alone Apparently, in this situation. I've heard that the 2018 Halloween is kind of like that. And that and it's her like at yeah, like her 60 years old yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that seems cool. Like, I'm kind of interested to check that out. That um, does seem cool. Yeah. But yeah, no, I Halloween, would agree. Like, is uh, it Halloween ends? No, or that's the, the sequel no, the to the 2018 one. one. The 2018 <laughs> right, one is called yeah. Halloween. And it's like the fucking fourth one to just be called Halloween. That yeah. sounds right. There are several Halloween twos as well. Like, fuck. They're just two, just two Halloween twos. Right, right. Yeah. There's, there's, and Halloween three is the the season of the witch. That's not in. That's not a part of it at all. Yeah, yeah. It's unrelated. Yeah. But then you've got uh, the the curse of Michael Myers, the return of Michael Myers, the revenge of Michael Myers, the best then, of Mike Myers. The best of Mike Myers. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know my name is Simon, and I like to do drawings. I like to draw all day long. So come and do drawings with me. It's a great one. Hi, okay, Simon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is this is Daddy's friend, Jimmy the Neck Vitelli, dressed up as Santa Claus. <laughs> I asked Daddy why Santa Claus was covered in blood. He said sometimes Santa Claus got to get whacked. <laughs> God. I fucking love that one. That's a great one. Great record. I want to review just that sketch as a milk bud. I'd give it a 10 or maybe an 8. Damn, you've already done it. It's rated. Boom. Surprise. Boom. Secret Surprise episode. milk bud in the middle of your Is This Art Good episode. That's, you ever break open a chocolate almond and you find another chocolate almond in there? Yes. Yes, I have had that happen, actually. I mean, you can't break open the nut to find more nut, but yeah. you know what I'm talking about. That's what I just did. Yeah, you and can't. that's how. And the nut is the bud. <laughs> the bud nut. The bud nut. You, you make love- your buds nut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of in Halloween straight sex. Yep, a lot of straight, straight sex. Straight white sex. Straight white sex will kill you. <laughs> so far. I am still here. Yep. <laughs> and and yet you remain. And yet he persisted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too powerful to be killed by straight sex. <laughs> okay, we need to end this episode quick. We're going We have we haven't even touched a fucking rail this whole episode. How do we get <laughs> How do we get back? Uh, so, Devin, I wanted to talk to you about the soundtrack of this film. Sure, sure. It's like, I feel like there's like four like songs in in it. And the main theme yep. is just a fucking banger. 
It's so good. It's so effective as just a series of notes to to feel spooky. It's the exact same thing, the exact same effect as The Exorcist with tubular bells. Right. What? I don't remember tubular The Exorcist. Bells is over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't actually seen The Exorcist. I just know that Tubular Bells is a prog rock song, and it's got this part in seven that's just like... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's this repetitive thing, and this is the same thing, where it's like this one little motif, and it's in 5-4, not 7-4, but hey. Right, which makes yeah. it feel kind of like lilting a little bit, like it... It's it, a waltz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't end satisfyingly. It just kind of like has to keep moving, right? Yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah. It's a <clears throat> Yeah, there's a lot of just like actually, you know, we've talked about captions. Yeah. Uh it would suck to watch this movie as a non-hearing person because the captions when it had like Yeah. The caption for that would just be two music notes. Yep. And it was like that's uh, it's useless. Yeah, that does suck. Did you like did you like my little uh voice strings there? Yeah, it's good. I could do a Oh man, what if they did a fucking horror film where all of the music was like all the strings were just voices? I feel like if you put a filter on them, you could totally like make that work. Like, you know, there's always just, like, atmospheric... Like, you can put, like, a reverb on it or something. But if it was just, like... Doesn't, uh... Does Get Out use vocals that are kind of like that? I think I, I remember... Because all of Jordan Peele's movies have, like, a really interesting score. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, fair. Um... What did you think of the soundtrack? You liked it, obviously. Yeah. So like audio design in general, uh, we can get into. I really like the main theme. It's just a fucking banger. It's a classic. Like it is. It doesn't matter when it comes in. It's, you know, I've heard it sampled in so many songs as well, because it's just it's such a good fucking like little little chord progression. Right. Like Mm -hmm. it it just sounds fucking great and it sounds spooky like. Yeah, that is the sound of like spooky to me. It's spooky. Yeah, yeah. This does this does do a great job also of being a Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, aside from aside from like it's a horror film, it does a good job of conveying like the Halloween spirit. The older yeah. kids are talking about the dance, and the younger kids are talking about the candy they're going to get, and the you know the adults are talking about the trick or treaters, and there's like a there's an energy about it that is halloweeny yeah i think having the kid like having um was it tommy is the kid tommy yeah yeah uh having him be like kind of going on about the boogeyman and being like oh the boogeyman like that adds this element of like children are scared because halloween and it's like you know it's not even directly related to him to mike myers michael myers Exactly, See? like <laughs> it's too easy. Um, to and, Michael, and yes, it, it just adds like this element of like everyone's a little like not on edge because no one's actually like 
afraid, but there's like a little bit of like a, I don't know. There's like a, a mischievous energy, which I think is there. That's Halloween. Halloween. That's, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 Like light it's... debauchery. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of stuff we used to engage in. Yeah. Yeah. Switching around signs, stealing entire headstones, according to the fucking police officer. What? They didn't, in, they in didn't the film. Say we said this. Oh, I don't want to talk about that on this. Yeah, no. No, I meant yeah. the uh the the headstone the, going missing of and yeah, of the sister, yeah. Yeah, and then the the cop is just like, "Oh, these the kids did it." <laughs> it's like, "Yeah. Bruh." And the guy's like, "Oh, it's 1819 to Myers." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I do like that cuz that implies like, "Oh yeah, he's strong enough that he just lifted this fucking headstone alone." Out like, of the ground, yeah, because yeah. it's not been dug out. It's just like, Whoa. yeah, yeah. Like, what's his just fucking a square grip strength hole. that he can grab like marble or whatever and just, yeah, <laughs> or granite, you know? Strong guy. Yeah. I wouldn't take his strength for granite. That's for sure. <laughs> he would take this granite for strength. <laughs> he would take the granite, yeah, with yeah. strength. <laughs> when it was sitting on the bed, I was like. That would probably just fucking bust that bed. The headstone sits on the bed? Yeah, yeah, near the end of the movie. He uh he puts it at like the head of the bed uh oh. that one of the girls is like lying dead on that he's like placed. I did her not there. notice that. Oh yeah, there's like a shot where it's like like front and center. Um it's when she like <laughs> finds all of her like dead friends uh in the, oh, the one room fuck. of the house. And like missed it. Yeah. Dunno. That's that's wild. It's so like like it shows her like laying on the bed long enough that you can look at her and be like, Is she is she alive or dead? No, she's dead. Okay, yep, still looking at still on the camera shot. And then it Holy. and in the whole shot it's just there at like kind of where her head is. But uh Oh yeah. wow, yep, there it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. Okay, okay. I honestly, I saw this and I was like, why is there a jack-o'-lantern in the bedroom? And I was staring at the jack-o'-lantern most of the time. Yeah, fair. When they when they were fucking in that room, I was like, <laughs> I turned to Alyssa and I was like, yeah, honey, put the, put the jack-o'-lantern on the bedside. <laughs> I want you to come into the jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> the ejaculantern. The jack-off lantern. Yeah. Both good. Both good options. Both good options, yeah. O is short for off, is in my case. If they, yeah, if you didn't the get jack that. off lantern. <laughs> Instead of of, it's yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. Off is actually I mean of is off is long for of. Jack of lantern. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob. Jacob Lantern. Jacob's ladder. Jacob's ladder. Good song. Different horror movie. Is it a horror movie? Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, uh, if it's a if it's a horror movie, Kyle Gass is in it. I think. The fuck, really? Kyle Gass as Tony. Wow. Macaulay Culkin as Gabe Singer. So there you go. Wow. Yep. So is it good? Well, Alphonse, let me ask you a question. Well, Devin, let me ask you a question. 
Okay, do you want to ask me the one first? Yeah, on three, let's ask it. Okay. One, two, three. Is, Is this, this art good? good? <laughs> I was... One, I was it was 50 50 as to whether you were going to ask, so is it good or yeah. is this art good? Yeah, yeah, we're in. And I picked the one that I didn't think you would say, so that's good. <laughs> I, I also had that moment of pause of like, wait, fuck, <laughs> is this is it this one or that one that I should say? That one, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's good, it's yeah. a good movie. Um, I, I do think it suffers from just being old and being a classic. In the horror genre, like I said, like the slasher genre, there's only so much you can do. Like I said at the beginning, you know, there's only so many things you can do. I think and I think there's a lot more you could do with it. But like people are people are still figuring that out. You know, you think? Yeah, like I think that I think actually something that this does really well that I've seen a lot of modern slashers not do. Um, and I, I think it's actually generally, uh, like to this film's benefit that it does it is it has, um, it like gives you all the lore about Michael from the start. It, that's it, true. That's it, true. I it like takes that. the, it takes like a wrestling promo type of like buildup where it's like, here's this guy, he's so fucked and like. You're just not going to yeah, believe yeah. it. Wait and until it he goes nuts. Wait until he goes sicko mode. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then like it doesn't have to take that time later on to be like, yeah, man, he's been in the Asian asylum for like ever. And like do all that in the middle of when it should be like tense. True. Um, and you know what? I, I that that's a really good point, actually, because I looked and it's like 56 minutes in to the hour and a half movie hour and a half long movie when yeah. the first like member of the protagonist group gets killed. Yeah, yeah. It's a long, it's a slow burn. Oh yeah. And it's a good burn. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of really like nice camera work, like nice cinematography to this film. Yeah. And it, and it does feel tense the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like there are moments of levity with the kids and whatever. And like, Oh yeah. Blah, 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 Lori, let's do this. And it's like, that's cool. You know? Yeah. And it gives time for the characters to breathe. And one thing I, I appreciate is it sets up something afterwards. Like the, the, the dance is tomorrow night. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In the movie. And so it's like, this is a constant thing on these characters minds. And it's like, this is something that is building towards. It's like a focus in their lives. And that's part of what makes it feel so real. Yeah. Is that it's like, you know, they're talking about uh, Ben something, Ben Tramer. Yeah. And it's like that's a, the, the, a source of sort of conflict slash fun argument between yeah, the friends. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Like, so I do like that. It makes it feel like real people because it takes the time. And I think like building them up and making them feel real, like endears you to them so that you're not just watching them fumble and being like, ah, oh, what the fuck? And being taken out of the film. You're like, yeah, you're like oh, come on, God, come on. come on, you fucking idiot. Like, yeah. I don't want you to you to die because I like you as a character. Right. And and it makes Except it hmm? a lot of the time. It's still just like he comes in and kills them. That's true. But like. I, I think the most important buildup really is for Lori herself. And I think it's really interesting that she has all that buildup because she doesn't realize that murdering is happening until like 
right at the end. Like all of yeah, her friends yeah. are dead first before yeah, she even true. knows anything is happening. And I think that's that's interesting because I feel like that um, it kind of speaks more to like a real fear of like, oh, suddenly you are alone and you are being hunted in like a suburban environment. And that's a really good way to capitalize on the whole buildup, which is like you are being watched and like observed in yeah, a suburban yeah, environment. Yeah. It, it takes the the potential for horror that that presents and it makes into its horror in its own right and capitalizes on it at the end. And like, that is something that a lot of like a lot mm. of slashers do. Right. But I find more and more like slashers are trying to like get into the action immediately. So they have like shit go down. People have right such a short bat. attention span. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people don't have the fucking appetite for slow builds anymore. Yeah. I think there's so many fucking Marvel movies, dude. Like, people need the instant gratification. We're living in a fucking world where everything's got to be fucking fast, fucking flashy, fucking zoom, stab him in the dick hole with the fucking knife. Get him, get him. Chop his dick off. Want to play a game? I'll cut your dick off. (laughs) Welcome to the saw. Did you see it? I saw it. Saw. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like you're making a fucking parody of saw called za 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 it's about a fucking Z-Z. pizza place zip zap <laughs> um i don't know if i would like entirely agree with that but like i don't know i think i think there there is being a- somewhat facetious yeah, it's a, it's a I, I can tell you're doing a bit of a bit like you're not entirely wrong. You're not entirely right if you are someone who thinks that legitimately because like, I don't know, Dune did really well. Dune's fucking slow as fuck as like a, a film, you know, sure. but also like there are many of my friends who I would try to show Dune the the film to and they would probably just be like, OK, I'm bored by the time it's like, I don't All know, your friends have ADHD. <laughs> well that that's the thing it's okay honestly i want to talk about this for a sec because it's a really weird thing where i have i have like several friends with adhd right uh yeah well i suppose i shouldn't name off all my friends with adhd (laughs) um but yeah i have like several friends with adhd and i can relate with them on plenty of things but one of the weirdest things for me is that i I have ADHD, but I also have like an intense, like hyper focus on media. And so yeah. I have an you infinite long form media. I love it. It's my favorite thing. I love to see like something just like be worked on for years and years and how that transforms. Like I'm spine I'm, of night. I've current. I'm currently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. That's that's a ton of time for little effect like and a short thing like it it as a as a piece of media to be taken in is not long form right 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 yeah so like i read the first three dune books and then i took a break to reread an entire like 300 chapter manga and now i'm getting back into the dune the last three dune books um and then after that i'm gonna go reread homestuck and it's like 
why <laughs> why am i like this and then i end up like reading a thing or whatever or like watching it and it's super long form and i'm just like hey friends check this thing out and fucking no one will because i'm like yeah no. it's like five it's <laughs> it'll take you like a fucking three years Year. to read this yeah. like yeah. <laughs> and i'm just like well fuck no one will talk to me about the thing <laughs> Well, that's your own fault. It's it's my own fault, but I'm also just... It's your cross to bear. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's funny, because, like, I do... I I enjoy the Marvel movies as, like, popcorn garbage, generally. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I think there's some good ones in there. Like, I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a good movie. Um, it is. That's it. Agreed. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, no, I, I liked, like, the the... The first two the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, Sam Sam Raimi Spider-Mans are just really something. Yep. Um but yeah, they're like, a blast. And, and I even enjoy like the fucking Infinity War and like end end game, but at the same time as I'm watching it, I'm like, "Oh, this is like this is garbage and there's a million reasons why this is garbage." Yeah, yeah. You know. Um but yeah, it's it's a weird experience to be like the, be the only ADHD person that I know who is like, nope, I'm just going to fucking go through this entire huge piece of media. I'm going to I'm going to read all of Jojo, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. I don't know anything. <laughs> no, Dev- Devin's never learned a thing. I have the patience. I don't have the time, which is that's true. But um, what do you think of Halloween? I think Halloween is <laughs> aged, but a lot of uh, you you can tell why this became a classic and why so many things like aped things from it because mm. it it really does it well. Like I agree, yeah. It, it builds up these characters to be really likable, or at least Laurie specifically is very likable. Um, yeah. Doesn't Laurie's hurt. the only character that matters. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't hurt that she's also like the best actor in the film because her two friends are like they're really bad in that first scene with them. Like they they feel like yes, weird robots. Are. Yep. Um. They when get a little better like, later. What are you doing at the? Did you? Fr- I never bring any of my books. Oh my god! And then and then like she fucking Laurie speaks to them and is just like a normal human being, and it's yeah. like. It's jarring, but um, it is jarring. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot about this that like is kind of goofy now, but it still is like charming in a way. Like um, mm-hmm. when Michael jumps on top of the uh, the asylum car and then gets in uh, when he jumps over it, there's like this like bring sound. But it's like the it's the weird synthy like like yeah 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 and like that shit is (laughs) that shit is not scary at all and like doesn't work anymore and i question whether it like worked as like it sounds very strange yeah yeah um but like that's also charming in this like old way now true um so like that's gonna take away from the objective but it adds to my subjective enjoyment of it um yeah overall i think i think i would give this film a an eight i think i'm gonna give it a seven uh no a 7.5 subjectively 
Yeah, I think uh, I'm pretty much right there with you, actually. Yeah. Yep, I think an 8. Did you say an 8 and a 7? Yeah. 7.5. 7.5, yeah. Because there are okay. there is a lot of like really nice cinematography. Like a lot of stuff is very appealing. Like honestly, that shot of the uh, asylum patients like in the field. Yeah. That that alone like adds. That's adds, scary. I, I I think of that as a point five bumper. Because wow. yeah, sure. it's just it's just such a good shot and it's it's uh It's so sudden. Yeah, yeah. Because you're and, like, these people are just driving up to something, and then it's like, oh, God, it's just like, it's like ghosts. Yeah. And, in and a as, field. as like a visual artist as well, like, there are sometimes moments in films and, you know, both from a still visual image, but also, um, you, you remember the, the green tea splashing in, um, yes, in, in uh, Hands Off Isaacin, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. there are those moments that, like, stand out in a piece of media or like when I'm just out and about where I'm like, Oh, I want to draw that or like that looks really fucking cool. Um, and I think that that shot is one of those, like that is, I, I want to draw that shot as like a piece of artwork. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, yeah, yeah I think I'm going to go with a seven an eight and a seven. Okay. Um, I wasn't like, it's not scary to me in the way that it might have been when it came out. Fair. You know, but I understand all the reasons it's supposed to be scary. Yeah, yeah. And it definitely does achieve all of those, uh, or most of those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, the fact that it's aged, as you said, um, I don't know, honestly, I, th- I think you hit the hit nail on the head with your review, so. Fair. <laughs> I, I think it also, it also, like, by not being really that scary it kind of serves really well as like a, a horror movie to sit down and watch like and watch at Halloween time with yeah. watch, watch with a group put like, on somewhere. It serves both purposes of being like a legitimately interesting to watch film and also a film you could have in the background and still know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I mean, part of that also is the fact that it's not, it didn't have the big budget for gore. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't show him like fucking stabbing into someone and slicing across their abdomen and all their guts fucking spill out and bleh, like Yeah, it like, doesn't I, have that. I would feel fine like if I was babysitting like a 14-year-old, I'd be like yep. which would be weird cuz like if you're 14, you can you're probably <laughs> fine. You don't need a babysitter, yeah. But like I would be like, yeah, you can watch this shit. Like Sure. Yeah. There's some titties. Yeah, there's a little titty. Little I saw titty. a titty by the time I was 14. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. God. Anyway. Uh, yeah, an eight and a seven. I'll call it uh, a, a light cream. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> it's a light cream with a with a uh, tea, a tablespoon of heavy cream. <laughs> nope. What's up? I give it a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> I uh, I will agree. A pumpkin spice latte, but it's made with the the brevet. The brevet. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Well, yeah, that's that's great. Mine's just the I don't know the heavier milk that the cafe offers. Yeah, yeah. The heavier option. The whole milk. Uh, the whole milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cafe I worked at just used two percent or skim, but uh. you know. Uh. 
this art is good. This and art is good. Uh, and it's Halloween. Halloween. It's almost time for the spectacular. Not the Jack- spectacular, mm, but the spectacular. When the podcast gets taken over by ghouls, ghouls Devin Ghoulies, Alphonse's last name, and, that and, is a Halloween pun. And I'll be there, Dark Alphonse. <laughs> ah!